Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Spirit Mind Body Podcast. I am Jeremy. I am a born again follower of Christ. I am a husband, a father. I am a worship leader and elder at the church in Wisconsin. And I am excited to study the Word of God with you this morning and just encourage you generally um, to just uh, progress in life to live a life that honors the Lord spiritually, mentally, and physically, and um, uh, just to to dig deeper and to mature. So uh, we'll jump right into it. Genesis 27 and 28 today, and Mark 6, 1 through 13. Um, In Genesis 27, we continue on here um, with the story of Isaac and um, Jacob and Esau have been born and we fast forward to the end of Isaac's life he's he is he knows that death is not far from him and he wants to bless his son Esau who is his eldest son um at this point and whether or not Isaac knew that Esau sold his birthright to Jacob we don't know it doesn't say that specifically Um, it seemed like it was done very flippantly and it said that Esau at the end of the last chapter despised or a couple chapters ago that he despised his birthright. Um, um, it seems very just a fleeting thought to him. Didn't really matter. Give me some food. I don't care. Take my birthright. Now the birthright didn't necessarily it wasn't that if you had the birthright that you got all the blessings from the father but it typically meant the greater blessing so uh, we will see with with Jacob actually he blesses um, uh, uh, numerous of his sons he doesn't he doesn't um, just bless one Um, there are multiple blessings that get you know passed out Um, but it seems as though Isaac definitely wanted to bless Esau greater, um, being the, the firstborn. And when, so, so now we, we look here and we know, we know the story, most of us, that Jacob, um, under the prompting of Rebecca, uh, deceives Isaac. He can't see very well. And so they put some goat skins on him to make him feel hairy and he make uh, Rebecca prepares the food that that uh, Jacob thought that Esau or uh, sorry Isaac thought Esau was going to make, and so Jacob brings this food and he's got hairy hands, you know, um, tricks Isaac into giving him the greater blessing, and um, and he does he blesses him with with just about everything that he can, and um, uh, Esau comes in. Shortly after, Jacob is blessed, and he is absolutely broken up about it. He's crying out to his father, don't you have any other blessing? And um, what we see is it it seems as though Isaac um, comes up with what he can. He's already blessed Jacob with uh, the blessing that his brother will serve him, that that he'll be master over his brothers. And... um, And so Isaac kind of comes up with what he can, and he says that um, Esau will live. He says his dwelling shall be of the fatness of the earth, the dew of the heaven from above, 
by his sword he shall live. He shall serve his brother, and it shall come to pass that when you become restless, you shall break his yoke from your neck. And so there's there's sort of an out of that serving your brother, and it's uh it's not it's not the blessing that he was looking for, you know, living by the sword and and uh, living off the land, and and it wasn't it wasn't exactly what he wanted, but um, it's what Isaac was able to give him, and um, Esau leaves with hatred and murder in his heart against Jacob. His plan is, once my dad is dead, I'm killing my brother. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not going to put up with this. And, uh, so Rebecca says like, ah, you better get out of here. I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose you. And then uh, chapter 28, Isaac actually sends him, sends Jacob away to Padan Aram, uh, to get away from the daughters of Laban who was Rebecca's brother we read about um, previously, and um, says, I don't want you to marry the daughters of the land of Canaan. Um, you know, here Esau already has two wives that are Hittites, and um, um, they're just, they're, Isaac and Rebecca are not fans of these, of these ladies. And uh, so they, Jacob says, or sorry, Isaac says, Jacob, go get, get a wife from, the land where your mother's from and um he's on his way and the lord appears to him in a dream at bethel he names it bethel and uh, god restates the promise given to abraham to to give it through through jacob to give him all the land around him and he 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 essentially says this promise is still for you and your descendants and and we see then after after Jacob sets up that that stone, um, pours oil on it, and essentially sets up an altar to some extent to the Lord, a monument, um, uh, we see that he he promises a tithe to the Lord, um, and this is the second example of a tithe I believe that we've read so far. Um, um, the first being um, with uh, Melchizedek, Abraham tithing to Melchizedek. So that's just a small note. Um, a tithe is not, it's not commanded by God um, to the modern day church. It's its something that is not a law. It's not a commandment to the, to the modern day church. Um, uh, giving absolutely is. Um, we are to be givers as the church. And um, we see even here before the law was even given to to Israel, to the nation of Israel, um, this is the second um, um, example of a tithe being given, a tenth being given, and it's just a good pattern. It's just a good pattern. Trusting the Lord with with that money, that that tenth or that that you know, typically it's money nowadays. You know, but the resources then were were um, livestock and produce and, and you know these things. But um, it's a tenth of your of your uh, of your increase. So we see that example there. So um, that's just a little bonus thing. Tithe, tithe was not a, was supposed to be a main focus of today, but just a little bonus that we see we see that pattern in Scripture. Um, moving ahead to Mark six one through thirteen, Jesus goes to his hometown and is basically rejected because he is thought of as just that carpenter's son. Um, and he makes, he makes the comment that, 
that, uh, you know, um, in, uh, here, let's just read what he says. A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives and in his own house. And so he's, he's basically saying, I'm just, you know, where you're from, people, people know you and, and they just don't seem to, they don't seem to give you that, uh, that honor that, that you're due. And this is, this is the Messiah of all people, but they just go, wait, he's just from Nazareth. He's just, uh, he's just the, the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon, and his sisters are here. And so, um, little tidbit, we see that Jesus is one of at least seven children. So he came from a big, big family. Um, but it's just, they see like, he's just the carpenter's son. Is this not the carpenter's son of Mary? Um, and so he just, it says he marveled because of their unbelief. Like how, how you guys, how can you not believe that I am who I say I am? So moving ahead, he, he, we see that he's sending out the, the 12 disciples, um, two by two. And it says he gave them power over unclean spirits, he commanded them to take nothing for the journey, except a staff, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tunics. So just don't take anything anymore than what you've got on. You just, you just go and trust that the Lord's going to take care of you. Stay in whatever house that you get to when you get there. And if, and if people in the city where you go don't receive you, you shake the dust off your sandals. And that's a, that's a, uh, a visual testimony of, of, uh, just God's wrath against them basically. And it says that it'll be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. That's a major, major, um, condemnation against those, against those cities that reject what this, you know, these disciples are being sent out to preach and to minister, to cast out demons, to heal. Um, essentially they're bringing the gospel before it's the gospel. They're, they're preaching about Christ and, and, you know, what he's come to do even before he's actually died. Like they don't even fully understand the scope of it yet, but, but Jesus is sending them out to go and minister to the people. And, uh, so he says, just go, just trust me, go and do what I've called you to do. And, um, you'll be cared for. Um, so, and, and another uh, thought that I had was why, why will it be more tolerable for the people of Sodom and Gomorrah than it would be now for these people who are, who are, you know, they're sharing Christ with. And I, the only thing that I could come up with, because Sodom and Gomorrah was, that was bad, bad news. They were doing some, I mean, we have the word sodomy nowadays that comes from the name of that city. And, and we see what happened with, you know, um, Abraham and Lot and, and, uh, the angels are not Abraham, but, uh, Lot and the, the angels that visited him. And it's just, it was bad. And so why, why is it worse now for these people that reject the, what the disciples are bringing? And the only thing I can think is that they are bringing Christ. They are bringing the message of the Messiah to the people. And that's not something that Sodom and Gomorrah had the, the benefit of the, of this is your prophecies fulfilled like look to this, you know, and, but this is Israel, um, uh, where the disciples mostly were going. And, and this is like the, the people who, who Christ says, like, you guys are expecting me. I'm the Messiah. I'm the one that you should be looking to, you know? So that's the only thought that I had there was that maybe that's why it will be worse for these towns than for Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, 
And then just to, to finish off today, guys, um, a, phys- a physical uh, encouragement, exhortation, um, diet. A diet is not a temporary eating plan, um, although it can be. But when I say diet, when, when we focus on diet, this is, um, this is a, a greater scope of you know, the gluttony uh, encouragement that we talked about once earlier but um diet is is important um and it's important uh in in, in a few different aspects firstly um to eat in moderation so we that is part of it the gluttony thing eat to eat in moderation not to overeat not to eat more than what we should but then specifically what we eat um is something there are a few changes that people can make in their diet and and really when, when you're changing your diet, it should be small changes at a time, incremental small changes so that it can be sustainable. Not like, not like, Oh, I'm not going to eat anything, any carbs whatsoever for the next month and, and whatever. Cause that's like, that's such a drastic thing and it's not usually sustainable for most people. So, um, in general with your, with your diet, we should be prioritizing protein. Um, most people don't eat enough protein and protein, uh, lean muscle mass protein is important to develop muscle. And that carries us. That's not just like, Oh, you're a youngster that wants to have a great looking physique. That's not the point. The lean muscle mass and good protein all the way through our senior years is super, super important because we tend to lose muscle mass much more quickly in our, in our older years. And lean muscle mass is what allows us to uh, prevent falls and injuries to heal more quickly to continue to burn more calories there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons why you would want lean muscle mass going into your later years in life and so um, whether you're young or you're old prioritize protein um, and then the other things just eat in moderation try to get enough fiber fruits and vegetables um, you know if you can if you can prioritize protein and fiber in your diet Um, you're typically going to get the vitamins, the nutrients that you need, and, um, you're going to, you're going to feel better. You're going to be able to develop muscle. And, um, I'm not saying I'm not one that says cut out carbs or cut out goodies or cut out treats, um, limit them. But, but I'm going to just say, use moderation, use discretion and make good choices. Um, it's okay to have a little bit of something. You don't have to have a whole pint of ice cream. You can have a few spoonfuls of ice cream or, you know, whatever it is. Obviously, there's many, many applications to this. So um, just good choices, small changes, um, and uh, don't beat yourself up. Don't stress over it. If you're getting stressed over something because you really just really want to have something, um, maybe pray. (laughs) Maybe pray that you wouldn't desire that thing so much, but also... um, uh, if it's if it's going to cause you stress and anxiety, have a little bit of it. Scratch the itch. Don't go overboard. Scratch the itch and don't stress about it. Maybe maybe move a little bit more, exercise a little bit more. Um, but uh, it's uh, it's going to be okay. Moderation. So uh, protein, fiber, moderation. That's it, guys. Appreciate you guys joining me. Um, we'll see you tomorrow.